Matthew 7, verse 7. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds. And to him who knocks, it will be opened. For what man is there among you who, if his son asks for bread, will give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much will your Father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Now, Jesus is Jesus saying that every time you ask for something, you will always get exactly what you ask for when you ask for it? Absolutely not. There's no good father that would do that. Is he saying that if you seek for something, as soon as you start looking for something, you will find what you're wanting? Absolutely not. Seeking has a, has, is an ongoing thing. Is he saying that every door you knock on will be open to you right away? No, he's not saying that, but there is a principle here of the people who ask, receive. The people who seek, those are the ones who find stuff. And the doors that are knocked on are the ones that are opened. Doors that aren't knocked on are less likely to be opened. And we need to be able to ask and keep on asking. We need to be able to, we need to be willing to seek and keep on seeking and knock and keep on knocking. There's a little song, ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. You know that? Well, let's sing it anyway. Here we go. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. Ask, seek, knock. Depend upon the Lord. I'm asking, seeking, knocking, just depending on the Lord. All right? It goes back to Patch the Pirate. All right, let's do that again. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. I'm asking, seeking, knocking, just depending on the Lord. You learn songs quickly. Let's sing that again. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. Ask, seek, knock, depend upon the Lord. I'm asking, seeking, knocking, just depending on the Lord. There's a word there that's key in all of this. It's dependent. Are we too proud to be dependent on someone that we can't control? Depending on the Lord. I think that is one of the key things in being willing to be askers and seekers and knockers. Why have we stopped asking as a child. I think one of the number one 
things, reasons, we have stopped asking as a dependent child would is because we are afraid of what people think. Sometime growing up, somebody laughed at a question we asked. We've all experienced that, right? Have you ever experienced, raise your hand, come on, this just a, does it move? Okay. You have had someone laugh at your question. And we interpreted that they were laughing at us. We interpreted it that they think we're kind of dumb for asking that question. And maybe they thought that. But you know what? That is their problem. If they think you're dumb because of a question you ask, that's not your problem. That's their problem. They're the ones that are judgmental. But probably they didn't even think you're dumb. Probably your question just humored them, and so they laughed. Hey, you did something for them. Keep asking dumb questions. You'll humor people. Enjoy it. And you know what? You'll find out who's judgmental. You'll find out who has a good sense of humor. You'll, and you'll learn stuff. You'll learn. It's time to stop being afraid of other people. Be willing to ask for the things you need. Even since I'm an adult, I asked a question one time, and another adult said, you don't know that. Where have you been? Okay. Sorry, I didn't know that. Asking people or God for help. We have this idea that I'm, I'm an adult now. I should be able to handle life by myself. I shouldn't have to ask for help. But that's not true. We need each other, and we for sure need God. Another reason we stopped asking as a child is we don't get good answers. Just like Johnny, he didn't get good answers. And so when we ask God for things or for answers, often we seem silent. And we get tired of that. We get, we, we get tired of God's silence. But I think we should still keep asking. He wants us to. He tells us to. And when he does answer, we don't like his answers. Or his answers don't make sense. And they don't seem like good answers to us. So oh, see if I do that again. I'm not going to keep asking God. His answer don't make sense. His answer, I tried it and it didn't work. So I'm not going to keep asking him. So we quit asking. And often when we ask questions to people, people don't want to expose their ignorance, so they just you know, give you a not good answer, just a pat answer or something that they heard. And they're lazy. They don't want to dig in and help you find the answer, and so they, they, just, they do that. People let us down. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't keep asking people questions. Keep helping them become better. Keep helping them to learn. And we can learn in the meantime. And then here's a third one. We don't get what we want. That's kind of like number two. We ask for things and we don't get it right away. 
And so we just quit asking. We asked for help, and the help didn't, wasn't real helpful. So we just quit asking, well, I can just do better myself, do it better on my own. Or God doesn't, God sees fit not to give us what we've asked for. So we quit asking. But, you know, God knows what's best. God knows what's best. And uh, remember the point is to develop a dependence on him. A dependence on him where it's natural for us to ask him for help. Ask him for direction. Ask him for wisdom. Ask him for whatever we need. And so this morning, I want us to think about, I want each person here to think about maybe one specific thing, maybe a certain kind of thing that is just too humbling for you to ask for. That's what I'm after. All of us have certain kinds of things, questions or things we need or needs in our life, and it's just too humbling for us to ask about that. That's what I'm after. Even that you can bring to people. You can bring to God. You can humble yourself and learn and grow. Imagine yourself in the other person's situation. Or imagine yourself as, as God. If you were God, what would you want your children to do? You would want them to ask. And picture yourself as, as having everything. God has it all. Picture yourself as, as someone who has it all. All right, you've got this mansion, and you're, you're hosting people, and you have guests there for the night, and, 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 and you're showing them around your big, beautiful house, and you have it all. You've got it all. And, and you're showing them this, you're showing them the yard, you're showing them uh, their, their room and, and, and the hot tub and everything. You've got it all. And... and you go, you leave them, they go to their room, and one of them has a headache. And they're too proud to ask you for an ibuprofen. He was, oh no, I've got it, I've got it. Or maybe they forgot their toothbrush. You wouldn't want them to use the toilet bowl brush just because they're too proud to ask for a toothbrush. He would say, no, I've got new extra toothbrushes. I've got it. I've got everything you need. You want them to ask. That's how God is. He's got it all. He wants us to ask. And that's how people are, too. It's an honor when you ask people for help. They're looking to that you're, you. When you ask them, you're looking to them and you're honoring them with the confidence that they've got something that can benefit you. That's an honor to them. Be willing to ask. How shall we ask? First, so we, we, we're asking God for things and we're asking people. How should we ask God for things? Well, in faith. James says, let him ask in faith. Not doubting, not wavering, but faith 
confidence in God. We ask in faith that God has it all and he knows what's best. In the name of Jesus, there are scriptures that say when you ask, ask in the name of Jesus. What does in the name of Jesus mean? Well, let's do this. I like this acronym for ASK, A-S-K, always seek his kingdom. So if you want to remember what in the name of Jesus means, this is one way you could remember what in the name of Jesus means. It's about his kingdom. It's about his purposes. It's about what he wants to accomplish. It's representing him. It's for his pleasure. Again, James says, you fight in war, but you have not because you ask not. And then he says, and when you do ask, you ask amiss that you may, uh, for your own pleasures, instead of for God's pleasures. So the point is God. The point is to bring glory to God. The point is asking to bring him pleasure, not for your selfishness, not to advance your purposes. It's for his kingdom. Always seek his kingdom. Say that with me. Always seek his kingdom. A-S-K. It's for God. The third one is according to God's will. Now this is very related to number two. According to God's will. You know James and John, they said, uh, they came to Jesus uh, and, and one time it was them. One time scripture makes it sound like their mother was asking for them. And I said, when, when you come into your kingdom, we want to sit on your right hand and on your left. And Jesus said, you don't know what you ask. You don't know what you're asking for. And that's what we have to remember. When we come to God and we ask him for things, we don't know what we're asking for. We don't know the future. We don't know what we need. We don't, we don't know what's best for us. John Eldridge writes about when his five-year-old comes to him and says, Dad, I want a chainsaw and demanded that dad gets him a chainsaw. Well, we know that a five-year-old with a chainsaw isn't the best idea. It's not what's best for a five-year-old. He didn't just want a toy, he wanted a real chainsaw. That's not the best thing to get a five-year-old. And we're just that way with God. We do not know what's best for us. And so, not everything we ask for is gonna be his will. But I think it's better to assume that what you're asking for is his will than to assume that it isn't. Because he, if you're seeking him and you're his child and you're living for him, he's going to give you right desires. And so you can come to him and ask him for whatever you want. Now, when you don't get what you want, then say, then keep going back to him and ask him, God, why wasn't this prayer answered? I'm pretty convinced this is your will. Why wasn't your, this prayer answered? Don't get caught in this habit of praying something and after everything you ask for, say, if it is your will. Don't, don't get that. I mean, that's a good, nice thing to say, but don't do it after everything you pray for because most of the things you pray for, you know it's his will. You can look around, you know what's right and wrong, and, and there's things that God's will is not being done. And so you pray for God's will to be done. 
And, and, and when it's not done, then you keep asking, and you seek, and you knock. And you keep asking and say, God, why is your will not being done? And you stay on him until you learn whatever you're supposed to learn through the process, but also till his will is done. Keep asking. Keep asking why. One more thing on how we should ask persistently. My, one of my favorite stories about this is that Canaanite woman who came to Jesus and, and she was just making a pest out of herself and the disciples told Jesus, Jesus, tell this woman to go away. And, and Jesus says, I'm not come but for the lost sheep of the house of Israel because she, she was a Gentile and just kind of, kind of rude and, and she just kept on keeping on and then, and then Jesus says, uh, it's not appropriate to give the children's meat to the little dogs. Jesus' response, he was just almost rude. And she kept on, kept on, kept on. She said, uh, but, you know, even the dogs can have the crumbs from the master's table. And, and Jesus, Jesus knew she had faith. He was using her to teach the disciples to be persistent in asking. Be persistent. Here's another acronym to help us to be persistent. A-S-K. Did you ever wonder why... Knock has a K, a silent K, in, uh, in the beginning in the English language. Why? Is that just a coincidence? Well, there's probably a historical reason. But I think God left it there on purpose, just to, for this acronym, for Ask, Seek, Knock. Ask, Seek, Knock. It's gradually more intense. You ask, and then you keep asking, and you're not getting an answer, so you seek. What's up with this? And you seek, and you knock. Be persistent. God wants that. All right, how do we ask people? How do we ask others? Kindly, considerately. Remember, we read, in that passage we read, the last verse we read was the golden rule, as you would others so you so the way you would want others to ask you for things is how you should ask others for things for their good for their pleasure to honor them how should we ask we should ask in ways ask other people for things for money for advice for help for their time in a way that honors them. It shows them value. You have something that I value, and you have something that will make me a better person, that will enable me to serve God better. And we ask others because we value them, because we honor them. That's how we ask. To receive from them, to learn from them. There is so much wisdom in this room. Just loads of experience and wisdom if we would be humble enough to just ask each other, what do you think about this? How would you respond in this situation? And, and on and on. We could, we could spend all day together today and become better Christians just by asking each other decent questions and giving each other thoughtful answers. That's the blessing of brotherhood. Ask appreciatively, not demanding. 
not demanding, but with gratitude, with gratitude, appreciatively. All right, one more category I want to cover here. What should we ask God for? Well, Jesus said, ask anything in my name, and I will do it. Anything, anything and everything. Now, we have the qualifiers. In my name is a qualifier. According to his will is a qualifier. But we should still run anything and everything through that and ask. Ask anything. But Jesus also gave us specifics. And uh, there's some specifics I thought of, and you may think of others that, uh, that I missed in Scripture. But so the answer is, what should we ask God for? Anything and everything. But if Jesus mentioned some specifics, then that must be really important. So let's go to the Lord's Prayer. And he starts the Lord, just before the Lord's Prayer, he says, ask with this knowledge that your Father already knows what you need. That's fascinating. But he still wants us to ask. So, your kingdom come. Your kingdom come. We ask. Remember, always seek his kingdom. Okay, so asking in the name of Jesus is to advance his kingdom. And that's the first thing, the first specific in the Lord's Prayer that he tells us to ask for. So we, this is always God's will. We can always ask this in faith and in confidence. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. Your will be done. So God knows what, God knows what his will is. God knows what he wants to do. God knows what needs to happen. But he wants us to ask him to do it. He wants us to ask him to do what he already wants to do. We, that's aligning ourselves with him. And that's what this whole process of prayer and asking is all about. To align ourselves with God. It's not that he needs us. But he wants us. And he wants to align us with himself. He wants that relationship with himself. Give us this day our daily bread. He wants us, he wants us to ask for daily bread. Not tomorrow's steak, but our daily bread. And as well-fed Americans, I think when you pray this prayer, one thing you could do is, got, is be thinking, give us this day... Uh, not more than I should eat today. <laughs> Asking him to guide you in how, how much you should eat today. Just your daily bread. Don't eat a week's supply today, all right? So just ask him for daily bread. We need, we need his help in that, right? Uh, I do. I mean, some of you young ones might not, but I need his help to just eat what I need today, my daily bread. But daily bread in other ways too, spiritually, emotionally, the sustenance that we need daily, asking him for daily bread. And Jesus is the bread of life. So ask him for the portion of himself that, he, that, that you need for today. Daily, financial, physical, emotional, spiritual bread, whatever you need. And the next thing we ask for in the Lord's Prayer is forgiveness. He tells us to ask for forgiveness. Now, this is very important. God is serious about forgiveness. He really, really wants to forgive sinners. He wants to forgive people so, so intensely. In fact, 
He wants us to know that. And he wants us to share that with others. And he's so serious about people finding out that he wants to forgive them that he tells his followers that if you do not forgive others, I won't forgive you. So this is really serious. We ask him for forgiveness, but it's as a reminder of the importance for us to forgive others because he follows up the Lord's Prayer with saying, if you don't forgive others, I'm not going to answer your prayer for forgiveness. That's how serious he is about other people finding out through you and I that he is a forgiving God. That's precious. Ask for forgiveness. That's what he wants us to ask for. And then deliverance from temptation and deliverance from the evil one. He wants us uh, to have that. He wants us to ask for it, to help us remember how much we need him to be dependent on him for victory. Here's another one he tells us to ask for. He says, the harvest is plentiful, uh, but the labors are few. And so he says, pray the Lord of the harvest to send forth labors to work in his kingdom. Ask him for laborers to work at Hillcrest and anywhere else in his kingdom that he wants people to work. And the Holy Spirit. Uh, Luke 11. Following this scripture that we read, uh, Luke 11 repeats this ask, seek, knock scripture. And at the end of that it says, how much more will your Father who is in heaven not give the Holy Spirit to them who ask him? Now, I believe as a Christian, when you receive Jesus, you receive his spirit too. But he wants us to keep asking for the fullness of the spirit, the fruit of the spirit, the love of the spirit, the wisdom of the spirit, the, the fullness, the direction, the guidance of the spirit. Keep asking for that. And then the one in James, he says, if any lacks wisdom, let him ask. And God gives it liberally without finding fault. God does it. He wants us to ask for wisdom. So these are just some of the specifics that God wants us to ask, as well as anything else we think we need. Asking. He already knows what you need. He already knows what's best for you. And he already knows what he wants to do. But he us to ask. A lot of the things we look around us and God's will is not being done in many ways. And it won't be done. He has decided he won't move until his people ask. It's an amazing responsibility, awesome privilege that he has laid on us. For his kingdom to come and his will to be done. He wants us to ask. And as far as us personally, there is something that happens when we have to ask for something. When we ask God or another person, it puts them in the driver's seat. It keeps us in our place. We ask them. We are dependent 
on God. We'll just talk about God. We ask him. It's a, it's a surrender. It's a dependence on him. And it puts him in the driver's seat. He can now be Lord of our lives. He can decide when to answer our prayers. He can decide how to, our, how to answer our prayers. And he can decide what he wants to teach me in this whole process. It puts him in the driver's seat. It enables me to be dependent on him. Ask and it will be given you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. Keep asking. Keep seeking. Keep knocking. And whatever that thing is that you are too proud to humble yourself and ask, just Humble yourself. Ask for help. Ask for money. Ask for time. Ask for whatever you need. Ask for advice. Be okay with whatever you are too proud to ask for. Humble yourself and ask. And let God receive the glory. Let's pray. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for your goodness.